0: Sedano Show rolls on here on ESPN LA. Ben Lyons, Brian Kamenetsky, our guest co-host, and Corey Brewer's yeah. in the house now. Corey Brewer, Hello. welcome, sir.
1: Appreciate
2: it. Thanks for having me. Good to see love you. love working
1: at ESPN LA for days like this. Corey Brewer is one of those guys, man, right? Yeah. You're in the trenches. You're just one of those dudes I just think of just a basketball player. Like for sure. Baller, any situation, well, Corey Brewer. We, well,
0: we were talking to him on the jump earlier today. We are talking about how I, I think he played on... Arguably the best college basketball team I've seen. You know what I mean? Like we could talk about those UNLV teams and oh, yeah. Duke teams too. But I think those Florida teams he played on. Yeah, hard. let's. Keep and I hate the Gators. All right. Talking about him
1: like he's not here too. Yeah. <laughs> I hate I,
0: I, don't, I hate the Gators. But but those teams, uh, man, you guys were loaded. I mean Al
2: Horford, Joakim Noah. You, I mean that that team was insane. Yeah, man, we played on. We played well together. We just yeah. wanted to win, but. You got a guy like Al Horford and joking, no two bigs like that. It's hard not to win.
0: <laughs> yeah, Al Horford to me um, doesn't get enough credit as a guy who's just an unbelievably skilled basketball player.
2: Oh, for sure, I say he's probably one of the most underrated players in the NBA just because what he brings every night. He's going to bring defense. He can pass. He can shoot the three now. Yeah, and he just wants to win. So you got a guy on your team like that. It's, it's great. It's probably because he's named Al. You know, <laughs> you think that? just that's just
1: not the dad <laughs> driveway yeah. game. Yeah. He's yeah. really got a does, minivan.
3: Yeah. He barely jumps when
0: he shoots. Too. Like, Come gonna, on, he's Al! He's on the tippy
1: toes. Yeah. yeah, he definitely didn't lose yeah. to his kid growing up. You know yeah. What, yeah. what I mean? Like he's he's, never, he's always going to beat his kid in the driveway. Yeah, yeah. The yeah old man. Sure. Well, yeah, Tito, for Tito sure. could ball back in the day, oh, yeah, man. Tito was
2: good. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Al does he's always at the old man games since like high school. Oh man, so
0: um. Luke, you played for Luke obviously when you're here with the Lakers. I think he may have the toughest job in the NBA this year. We were just talking about you got, you know, vets on one-year deals, a bunch of young guys, and then LeBron, right? Like any one of those circumstances is tough, but then you throw in the LeBron aspect of it. Like how difficult is his job and how equipped is he to handle it considering
2: you've been around him? Um I think Luke's a great coach. It's just going to be it's gonna to be tough. Um, his assistants are really gonna to have to help him because when you have all those, like you say, all those situations—the one-year deals, the young guys—and you got LeBron, like he's gonna to have to have help. So, his coaching staff is gonna to have to be good this year. You've been, but you've been on teams where there haven't been a lot
3: of big established stars and a bunch of young guys trying to figure out. And you've also been on teams where, you know, Houston—you have the the guy in the middle and everybody knows what it is. What's the difference in terms of how
2: you have to manage a team like that? Man, when you got the guy, when you got a guy like I was with James, like that's the guy. You have to have guys to buy in. So everybody has to buy in. Like this, this LeBron James team. He's done with the eight straight finals. So, <laughs> like it's not about you anymore. It's about the it's about the Lakers and making the Lakers LeBron and Lakers win. So guys got to buy into it. So whatever their system is or whatever LeBron wants them to do, what Luke wants them to do, they need to do. <laughs> you mentioned uh, playing with James Harden. Probably the biggest star at
1: the height of their powers that you played with, right? In terms of your career, of who was the biggest star when they were on your team at that moment? So yeah. how does that trickle down not only to everything going around on the team plane and the media and the locker yeah. room but actually on the court? How do guys react to a star at the height of their powers in
2: between the lines? Ah, uh, man, you just got to you, you got to know what it is. For me I knew what it was. Like James is the man. So how can we help the team? How can we play better? And help James. Well, Fish talked about this when when when
3: Kobe when Fish came back, um, you know, from Utah, whatever, and rejoined, talked about playing with Kobe. It's like you have to protect your space. Yeah. Like you have to be yourself. You have to. You can't just give up everything to the star because the star doesn't respect that. LeBron doesn't want you to, you know, kind of just keel over and die into whatever yeah. he wants in front of him. Kobe was the same way. You got to stand up to him. So it's that weird dynamic, I think, where you have to kind of you have to give a little bit yeah. because. It's LeBron James, but at the same time, you still have to be yourself. For young guys, it's got to be a hard line to walk.
2: Yeah, it's a hard line to walk. But for, like when I was with James, like I knew what I did. Like you get, I get on a fast break, I can score. Like I'm going to play my game. You can't not play your game. Like you said, you can't be scared. You got to play your game though. But you have to go out there and produce. And you, but. You don't produce when you're scared. So I'm like, if you just go out there and you're confident in yourself, you're fine. But when guys are like, like you said, trying to walk in line, uh, it's gonna eat you alive. Corey Brewer with us here on the Sedano Show on ESPN
0: LA. Ben Lyons and Brian Kamenetsky hanging out with us too. So. You've played not only with James but you play with a guy like Dirk I remember you had a, a stint oh, in yeah. Dallas that was the year they won the championship yeah, right yeah. so you actually on a team that knew how to beat LeBron um what was that like because that was probably the biggest upset of his career like when you guys were going through that as you were sitting there watching that and you were playing in those games like were you guys even surprised at how those things were turning out?
2: Um, I think I, we weren't surprised because we had it rolling. Like when we got in the playoffs, and you had guys playing at a high level. Like Dirk was unbelievable, but you had guys like Jason Terry, right? Who played his butt JK J. Up. J. Kidd, J. Kidd yeah. J Kid was amazing. J Kid was guarding. Yeah. Well, JJ Barea
0: out. got knocked out by poor Andrew Bynum <laughs> that year. I remember that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was and that.
2: Then, and then the guys like Deshaun Stevenson, and yeah. Deshaun Marion. Like everybody knew their role. Everybody played their role to the best of their abilities. And when we played, when we got to the finals, it was like. They, we were we were kicking a lot of cylinders. To to Ben's question though, like you know, you, you played with the guy like James,
0: who probably was the best in his prime. or would you, or Dirk. Would, you yes, Dirk Dirk too, would you say Dirk at that point? Would you say Dirk at that point was better than even James when you played with him?
2: Yeah, because Dirk was Dirk. Yeah. It was uh, that one leg. It was unstoppable. Like he was unstoppable. Literally, when he caught the ball, it was just I, I don't need any space. I'm going to score no matter what. So yeah, but James was there, but Dirk had to be. He was at the top of his game there.
1: You mentioned Deshaun Stevenson. Deshaun Stevenson has Abraham Lincoln tattooed on his neck. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, one of my all-time favorite NBA tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Do you have some all-time favorite NBA tattoos?
2: Man, I think. Uh, <laughs> Kenya Martin was a good. Had some good tattoos. Yeah. I ain't no telling what you see nowadays. No, you haven't seen that I think somebody like a, has the emoji tattoos. Um, I think Mike Scott, he has the emoji Oh, tattoos. yeah, for the Clippers. Yeah, yeah he so does. He have, that's the funniest tattoos right now. <laughs> let's, let's
3: make no mistake. Yeah. Because of all the stuff, the ink, particularly on, like, Kenya Martin, absolutely terrifying to talk to. Like, if you, like, you approach him in the locker room after a game, and, like, he's got the scowl down. Like, I, I've had a lot of nice conversations with a good guy. Yeah. But, like, in that moment, <laughs> oh my God, he's terrifying. Abe yeah. yeah, he blinking on the neck, though. That's uh, what, yeah. what about? Doesn't Javale have a little mustache on one of the? On one oh yeah, on his finger.
2: Yeah, yeah. Javale has the mustache. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good that's one. A good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. That is. But a good Javale,
1: JaVel and Rondo, and and Lance, like it's such a interesting collection You're laughing because yeah. you know. I don't even have a. Now, question. No, 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 You left out. And you left out Beasley. And I I mean, Mike yeah, Beasley oh, yeah, who man, loves the Power Rangers. Yeah. I, you know, I just bring them all up, and you start laughing. But what is the Suicide Squad as we like to call them? What is that collection of guys, these misfit toys on the island? What do they what do they bring to a championship team or a team with
2: championship aspirations? They bring a lot of different stuff. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I think Rondo Rondo's great, man, because Rondo's so smart and the way he studies film and all the little things he does. And then a guy like JaVale, he's he's gonna really be good this year, I think JaVale is because He's just going to have to dunk. Yeah. <laughs> I like, think we got LeBron James on your team, Rondo, Lonzo Ball, and all these guys, like, just go dunk. Lance and Bees, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they're, both, they're both really good, like, yeah. really good guys. I yeah. love – I played with Bees for a couple years. He's great. It's just going. to see, see how so it works. He, on, can it could be, be good. wore slippers and stuff. Yeah, right? like so at least these guys
0: are wearing shoes. G- give me your best Bees story because Bees <laughs> is is fun. He's like a little kid almost. Like I always say that Mike reminds me of like a twelve year old sometimes. Like he still watches SpongeBob SquarePants, the Power Rangers. Thing. Yeah. yeah,
2: I mean, what, give me your best Bees story. Man, he did. He used to have candy all the time. I think we were practicing and he had like sweatpants on. And he had like skittles in his pocket. It, during like, practice, during practice, like I was like, "Are you eating candy right now?" <laughs> like,
3: like, even Car- even Caron, for all of his Mountain Dew addiction didn't yeah. drink it during practice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like he put it down for Came practice. Out of his
2: pocket eating skittles, but he's is good man. He can really score the ball. Yeah, and I think actually all those guys like it could be a good situation for him because they're they are playing with LeBron James. Yeah, so it's gonna be. A lot of opportunities for him to have
3: have a good year. Right, that matters. So, like, if you, you know, the, for the you know the the eccentric guys, whatever, the personality guys, whatever you want to call them, if you have like an infrastructure around them, people talk about that with Demarcus Cousins all the time. Put him in the right spot yeah. with the right, and he's, he's, he's all good. They're all good. So because yeah, it's,
2: it's a different situation, like you have LeBron. So all this little stuff that we're doing, nobody's really gonna pay attention to it, right? Like if you're in Indiana, like if Lance does anything, like everybody's like, oh, did you see what Lance did? Yeah. Now you have LeBron. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, you have Javale Rondo. It's gonna be a lot going on. Like Rondo at the free throw line. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's funny. Shaq, Charles,
0: and Kenny are gonna have a lot of fun on Shaq in the fool, basically, uh, uh, yeah. with, with those guys this year. I ask you about um, uh, yeah. what we were so, talking about earlier.
3: One of the things, and and, and I, I think I've, we talked about this when you were in the locker room with the Lakers. You have, for a long time, like 15, 16 years, you had a pet goat.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, my man Billy, yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course, his name is Billy yeah, yeah. Can you,
3: what are the 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 sort of nuances, the differences in having a pet goat versus like a dog, Because like, uh, that's a long time to have a goat you and you and Billy it's
2: just um, it's, it's kind of the same. you just don't get to have him in a house and pet him like you have a dog, right uh, right you, you know, like do you, I do let you my, play with him, do you? Do you I used to fetch? let him. out. I I mean, to, what do you do? Oh, he doesn't play fetch, or anything. he didn't play fetch or anything. He, yeah. just, he passed away, but um, I used to let him out, and he'd like walk around the basketball court while I was playing when I was a kid. <laughs> he would just walk around <laughs> the yard. It was,
3: he was just but did, like, does he eat all your stuff? I mean, like, you got to be careful around goats. Nah, no, nah, not
1: nah, nah my goat. Yeah, come you know, goat. <laughs> he was cool, he a yeah, he was cool. Goat. Yeah, Like, yeah. he played on a, a lot of teams, so when you would like move and they nah, put he, you <laughs> <laughs> in a new facility, where they'd be like, "Oh, do you have pets?" And yeah, you're like, "Yes, I have a
2: goat." I know, but he stayed at home. He stayed in Tennessee. He stayed at mama's house. My mom and dad.
1: Have you done goat yoga now that you're living out here in LA? No, nah,
2: I haven't. I, I've seen people I, do it. I, I feel like that's
1: up your alley. That's, yeah. it, that's it gets a little too close to home. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't. You're talking about working there. out and staying in shape. You yeah. Get you out on the West Side and go <laughs> goat yoga. Yeah. I don't know about that. You're out in LA, Corey. This is it, man.
0: It's a lot of stuff in LA. <laughs> Corey Brewer with us here, hanging out. Corey, thank you so much for hanging out with us, man. Appreciate we appreciate it, man. it. There you go. Thanks Corey, for having me, Corey Brewer. Good luck to you, man.